This is episode 56 of the Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, The Beard returns and we talk GTA 5, Halo 4, and Assassin's Creed 3. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Jeff. I'm Anthony. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick. What? What? <laughs> Avengers Assemble. Full attendance. Yeah. Full attendance. Form so, like Ultron. Friend of the show is back. Yeah. <laughs> For now. All so right, that's say good. goodbye, Nick. Okay, bye, guys. Which podcast is this? I ask this every week, and I should 56. know it. 56. 56. So that is four more than a deck of cards. That is... Not a great transition. Um, uh, we're going to talk about... Speaking of card games, we're actually just going to talk about poker games for iOS for two hours. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about um, Grand Theft Auto V to start off with, because that, yeah, that, that is kind of the big news. Yeah, That is kind of the big news. I'm guessing everyone here has seen the trailer. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Nick, you are actually yes. excited about this game. Go. I. It just looks like... Okay, I'm I'm excited. I'm cautiously excited. Is that is that okay to say? Nope. Yes. Um, <laughs> don't listen to him. Done. There is <laughs> there is no gray, only black and white. Cautiously uh, optimistic. I'm a little worried that the world is like way too big because what it's supposed to be like the the size, size of every of, other game of, of all of their games combined with room to spare. Right. And yeah, they said some of that is like the if they're including I, I, the interiors of the buildings and the ocean floor. And they're probably including four, like, like four was such a pain in the ass to to get around the city. It was poorly you, designed as a game. Yeah, it was too. You can like, there's like a hiking thing in the trailer, right? There's like dudes hiking. Yeah. yeah. So like, obviously, you can like go to the mountains. So I'm sure if like you were including mountains and wilderness, like that's going to be a gigantic portion uh, of the of the area that they're talking about. Well, they said that the way they get around it being too big. And you being like stranded and not wanting to go is you can then just switch to the other characters, right? Well, and that's another thing is like so. There's three characters mm-hmm. that you're going to get to play. Are the stories specific to the characters, or can you trade out the characters? Can they play? No, no. They each have on their their own separate skills yeah. and their own separate missions. Yeah, they, and they will like link up thing. and everything. But There'll like side missions, using... you can do with anybody. So it's it's not like changing a skin. It's like. Literally jumping into the other person's yeah spot. into a different person's story, and they All say right. that like they will be doing stuff when you're not using them. Like you may come into them and they're like running from the cops or something. So I, they weren't specific. Be, is there going to be any sort of multiplayer component? Do you think with that like not co-op? They were adamant about that. Mm-hmm. So huh, that's weird. Yeah. Seems like a that that seems like the logical thing to do. It's right also now. it's very weird when your competitor, like Saints Row Three, is kind of their big. They've been doing co-op for the last two games. Right. So it seems like one of those things that you would just do if you were a rock star, but maybe not. Especially if you got three protagonists. And honestly, one of the things that I'm most excited about is just how much I loved Red Dead, to be perfectly honest. Like, yeah. if they can capture that magic of Red Dead, like, storytelling-wise, Red Dead was really enjoyable. Yeah, it was. If well, they is, can it the same, that, is it the same developer? I mean, it's all Rockstar. I mean, well, they're. But yeah, I mean, but like they have a couple. I, I saw on the trailer it was like made by Rockstar North, the original creators. It, was, of uh, was Red Dead uh, San Diego? I think they Red were Dead San was Diego. San Diego, but the writer for all the games is generally Dan Hauser. Okay. Yeah. More or less. Like he's and, the main credited writer. And it, it just seems like they're. The story this time is maybe a little more. I mean, for it's Grand Theft Auto, so it's not grounded in realism, but it's like there's like people with human stories. It's like it's not this thing about. I remember like Eddie was talking about like one of his issues with four. I think this is a lot of people's issues, but I think Eddie specifically talked about how like Nico would be like, I don't want to do bad things. I'm going to go do a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like a big issue with four. And it's like now it's like maybe they have better motivations. Maybe they've like listened to. I don't know. I'm just kind of excited. The guy still is trying to get out of the life of crime. I and mean, he gets pulled no, back. No, no, no. He's, he's been out for a while, and then he gets pulled back in. So that's, it's, right. it's Godfather that's Three, huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the thing is, like, I didn't, e- I didn't get far enough into four to even care about the story because I hated the driving. <laughs> I think they so were fucking driving, much. Right? <laughs> yeah, they said they made it. They, they specifically said something about how they don't think that there's a great um, 
driving games out there. Like, there's not these like amazing driving games that are on the market, and they want to make this the amazing driving game that people can play. Uh, I'll. Oh. I don't know. I'll yeah, well, that, that's but, what like, he said. Yeah. Basically, what happened is I hated the driving, and then I went on a date mission, and I was like, "Fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but don't worry. Friendships are friendships are back. No word on dating yet, though. Is they said there's no mandates. There's no mandates. But the they, uh, they did say a mandate. That, yeah. Be <laughs> <laughs> like That's the most the awkward only thing party. Be like, hey man, do you want to go bowling? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could go to like a bar or something. And then Nick yeah. signs on. and He's like, cousin Nico. <laughs> Yeah, let's go look at some big American titties. <laughs> I like that you just did that. that you were just like Mario. <laughs> for I don't, to me, Mario. Hello. I don't know how to do like the kind of accent he does. So Italian, it's all good. Same thing. So everybody's yeah, Italian in video games. Um, um, they might do like a co uh, a co op mode, but there won't be co op in the campaign. I know that. So. That's just weird to me. Yeah, it, it does seem a little strange. Seems set up for it. How it, fun it would it be to like heist stuff? Because they. Uh, they showed like the bank mission, right? Like they said, the whole the game is like a bunch, a series of like heists. Like they, you're like How fucking cool would it be to heist something with three of your bros? Like go play South Row. Oh my gosh, that would be that would be. Listen, this would be an amazing game if it was like a four or five player co-op game and everybody had their role to do on a heist. Oh my god, and I want to play that just, game. It was just heat. Yes, yes. Or, and it was, or it's like someone had to go like trip the security wires, and someone has to climb down the thing, and someone's got to do this. No, and you've Sarah, got like, different ways. To be a game this needs to be a thing. Heist. Yeah, it's, there's you, a downloadable game called Payday the Heist, which I yeah. feel like I need to mention because someone is obviously pounding his keyboard in rage that you guys don't know about it. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I know about it, but isn't it just like a shooter? It's a, it's a shooter. Yeah, it's yeah. disappointingly too shooter. There's objectives, yeah. but it is too Yeah, shooter. like I'm talking about like a game that's like you have no, like no, 15 different ways to attack something and you need like five guys and you like heist it. Mm. Would be incredible. Well, I played like one heist in that game where it was like five seconds of like coordinating to take out cameras and then the rest of it was just killing cops. So like yeah, for those five seconds. Coming in, I had to shoot them <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was an intense five seconds. Yeah, yeah I actually, just like, all right, guys, it was, coordinate. It was free on PSN Plus like last month or i haven't even played it i downloaded it but i haven't played it so. i played the demo before and now i've got the free psn one but i'm not going to prime i almost what if you had to like go it. talk to a guy about yes. doing anything like before like two days before the heist and like you get like you have to coordinate everything and then like you have this dude that's on the inside of like the cops like he's like running like the cctv <laughs> and like you got to talk to that guy crazy with this or, yeah, what like, if, or what if there were, like, flashback missions where it's, like, old-fashioned, so you have to find a safe cracker? <laughs> That'd Seriously. be great. Asphalt Jungle? Yeah. This is awesome. We're making yeah. this game. Someone or call Rafiki us that knows how to make games. Or any, games. like, classic, like, French heist movie, man. Rafiki? Rafifi. I think oh. that was, uh, I think you're thinking of Lion King. I like Rafiki. Lion King was a heist movie? No, yeah. well, no, just Rafiki. Simba. Okay, so Rafiki's gonna be one of the playable characters. <laughs> yes, and he's just a monkey, right? And that's just what he is <laughs> when you're doing your heist. He's the he's the distraction man. He what goes around and say, tries to like I anoint do, everyone's forehead. I uh, I think that as weird as this is with the the switching of the characters and just the way they're doing it, it's it's innovative. It's one of those things where they're giving us something that maybe we don't know we want uh, until we play it. It could suck, but like, I'm not like super excited about it. But if it if it works, this has the potential to be really awesome. So I'm not like Nick. I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I like, want to see what it's like to get around the city. I want to see. I want to see what kind of yeah. playground the city is before I well, that scares before me I get excited. The they said, well, if you don't feel like running around the city to your next objective, you just switch to a new character. And yeah. I'm like, but then why is it an open world game? Yeah, and that was that was my thing. Like, four was such like a huge, beautiful, like amazing living city that was no fun to play in. No, I want at all. Thing like 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 Saints Row or um or even Red Dead, where there's fucking icons all over the map, and yeah. it's just like shit to do wherever you turn. Just like riding a horse in Red Dead. God, can we talk about how good Red Dead was, yeah. guys? But like, <laughs> just like really good. travel was enjoyable for the first time in a video game that I can remember. Like, I mean, I guess yeah. other games have had okay travel, but it was like actually refreshingly enjoyable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to travel, hop on a horse. I hate travel. It is my pet peeve of open world games. I, but did you play I, Red Dead? Uh, barely. I, I've I've still got it. I'll finish it eventually someday. You should probably play it. It's really good. 
I, pl- I, mean, I, nice. I, played, I probably played about uh, five, six hours of it. But it, it has literally been like two years since I picked it up. I think. My, my mind was blown a little bit today because I was eating lunch with a friend and he had GTA 3 on his iPhone. And I hadn't seen it before. Like I knew, you know, I mean, like I knew it was on the iPhone, but it's weird to see. It was weird to see. Like it blew my mind. He was like, "Here, just play it," and he handed it to me, and I was like, "This is crazy." I was playing this like on my TV in my dorm room, ten, ten years, years ago. ago. Yeah, we were yeah. playing it at your mom's house, and we were bl- sitting on a roof, and we were blowing up cop yeah. cars with yeah. a rocket launcher. That was so, like our. That was like a thing a that, five like, yeah. yeah, that like five of us would sit around and do and have fun doing. I could do on my phone now. You know, like it. Would, it just blew my mind. It, it's Grand Theft Auto related, so I thought I'd bring it up. No, no, it's, no, I like that. It's good. I think they said they would have uh, in GTA Five dynamic missions, the way you would stumble upon something already happening in Red Dead. But I would like to see one of the things that it needs to do is more like I would like to see it. Bear with me here. Kind of like Skyrim, where you don't have to like always start a mission to do something. Like where you just maybe you have like a couple missions and you just you know do them when you feel like kind of thing. Um, not so much completely like Skyrim, like exactly copied it, but I feel like just the the structure where you're like, okay, now I am in a mission and I cannot do anything else. That feels a little restrictive sometimes. Oh yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> Especially when it when those don't checkpoint like at all. <laughs> well, yeah, and they don't checkpoint all. And I please save anywhere. Just a save anywhere option. I don't, and not just the auto save, but like I shouldn't have to go back to the safe house when I want to like leave the game. But it's the save house. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and also the also head of Rockstar like... claims he doesn't. He hasn't never seen The Wire or Breaking Bad or The Sopranos. So sure when it has... when it when it rips off one of those things, um, when GTA Five rips off one of those shows, we can't he's blame. He's not him. responsible, right? Right, it's somebody else. Even one thing I really want to mention real quick is that it bugs me <clears> that only one of the three playable characters can fly a plane. Just make them really? all fly a plane. Yeah, yeah, only yeah, one, yeah, the... one dude can fly a plane. That's weird. Right. That's really strange. There better be a mission where yeah, he's like, all right, I'm going to teach they you assholes how to fly planes. skills and stuff like that. That's no, weird. They should all fly planes. Okay, so we got an old redneck. But is he going to be able guy. to fly the plane at the beginning of the game since he knows how to fly planes? Yes, yeah, they said the minute you flight find flight. a plane, you can fly the plane. Uh, but we got a, a black dude, uh, a middle-aged white guy, and a trashy middle-aged white guy. Why can't we have a woman here? Like, come on, this was your chance to do something different. Like, yeah, you could have made the meth head a chick. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Then, of course, it would have been... You're stereotyping right. and saying all women are chicks. Just, yeah. All women are chicks? All women are chicks. All, all, women, are chicks. <laughs> all women are meth heads. Yeah. Because anytime you put anything in a game, everyone assumes that you're saying that that's the way it is for everybody of that gender or race. Right. I, well, think, I think that it would have been... Auto where they stereotype everybody. Yeah, all yeah it's, a whole, it's all a stereotype. It, yeah. it would have been pretty entertaining if they they'd, uh, actually... Yeah. <laughs> you know, Especially since... We've got the thing where you can switch, so you could, so you wouldn't necessarily have to have the woman doing right. things that wouldn't make sense for uh, well, her and, to do and in terms of story and character. How many GTA games have there been? Has there ever been a female? No. I, I just want to point out that in Saints Row you can play as a woman. So right. just another way that Saints Row is continually better than Grand Theft Auto. That's right. So thank you. Good night. Did you love? Did you Drops really like three? Or what was your thing about three? My, I thought three was decent. I really, really like two. Two, yeah. Vice, that's... Vice City is my favorite. Vice City. No, is we're, my we're talking, oh, about... talking about Saints Row. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh. But Vice City yeah, is the best talking, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Talking Grand Theft Auto, Vice City is by far the best. Yeah. 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 Vice City is. I didn't play hardly any of Vice City. It was a great mix oh, of where thing. it got like San Andreas got too bloated. Grand Theft Auto yeah. was three was good, but like San Andreas, the first San Andreas take on was, it. Yeah. San Andreas was like bloated and too goofy. Vice City was like the mix between serious and goofy, and like ov- obviously the killer fucking soundtrack didn't hurt. Uh, uh, but yeah, Vice City is like that radio perfect, that perfect like mix of the good of San Andreas and the good of Three, but without yeah, without, fault without the like oh you ate in San Andreas so now you have to work out otherwise you'll be fat. Yeah. I don't know why anyone ever thought that was a good idea. <laughs> and everybody wants them to bring it back too. That's the thing. It's like Jerk, no, jerks. That's, that's who. Yeah, you know, I actually have uh, Jerk Dormus. <laughs> Jerk. My, so my my brother bought Saints Row Three. I haven't played it yet, but I have that on my shelf too. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's just a pure fun game. By the way, I I checked in my Xbox 
play history, and it has literally been two years since I played Red Dead Redemption. My my last Dang. achievement uh, was August twenty eighth of two thousand ten. I, I was obsessed was like with that game. I couldn't put, out. I couldn't put that game down when it came out. Yeah, yeah I remember. I, didn't I call you about it, Eddie? I was like, oh, I just been playing for like six hours, Eddie. I yeah, just no, caught it. And it was like during Web Zero stuff, like during breaks, I would just have it. I would play it. Yeah. When we were shooting. <laughs> yeah, that was that one summer where I played Mass Effect Two and Red Dead, and it was like the best summer ever. Oh wow, that's a good summer. Yeah, I think I was, was in the middle of a, a couple games, or I was like avoiding games that I thought would be time consuming. So Red Dead got the short stick along with Maybe it's because we were harassing you and you hated us just like you hated us about Mass Effect 2. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's true. Skyrim. So speaking of speaking of two years ago, uh, <laughs> our friend our fr- friend of the show, Daniel Miller, uh, just bought Halo 4. And uh, when he fired up his Xbox 360, it had the dashboard from 2010. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Because I think the last game he played on it was Reach. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that we should transition to Halo 4 now. Um, it came out last week. I finally beat it last night. Uh, oh, nice. What'd you think? I liked it. I did like it. it um, that one level was boring the crap out of me, but the rest of the game was pretty good. It never... It never Pelican f- level? Yeah, Pelican level. Don't read our emails. Yeah, yeah there's a... <laughs> There's a level in the game where you fly a pelican, and I was like, "Sweet, you!" Because because you've been wanting to fly a pelican in a, in a Halo for a long time, and then they do it, and they make you do the most boring thing with it. And then I didn't like the actual mission when you know in between all that. But did you like the beginning of the last mission where you're flying the the broadsword? Yes, that was awesome. I loved that. That was really awesome. Um, I don't know the none there was the only level that felt like really epic to me was the um the mammoth level. And I don't want to spoil too much, Nick. I guess you haven't finished it, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm on it right now. You're on the mammoth level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 mission felt like suitably epic. Um, I actually wanted to spend more time on the mammoth. Yes, I did too. I wanted. I was like, I I thought things would get a little bit crazier, and they kept making me get off the mammoth. Yeah, like go fly there, do this vehicle, and yeah, go elsewhere. I was like, no, I want to do this. Yeah, so I want to stay here with you guys. there, There weren't any missions that felt like super epic to me because three had some like kind of big, huge missions. Um, like the when you're driving the mongooses around to fight the scarabs, like that kind of stuff that I love. Cool. Those were those were some great moments. Um, but the game ended really, 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 really well without getting yeah, spoilers for Nick. Like Halo Four ended really strong. And I want to say that having played all of the Halos, this was the actual first time that Chief and Cortana really mattered to me, and I really gave a shit about them. So, Is yeah, but to say that feels were had. No, yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Right, I wasn't right expecting in the feels. that. Jen, yeah, that got me right in the feels. Jin was watching, and she, you know, whenever she watches me play Halo, she just makes little goofy comments about like, "Oh, there's his like boobed computer lady," or "Oh, there's the metal man." She's particularly boobed in this one. Yeah, um, she hot, bro. Dead ass. And so Dead she was, ass. So she was watching it, and she was like, "Eddie, this is really sad." <laughs> She's like, "This is really like, you know." But yeah. Can we can, can, wait just real quick to just get like dude about it? Cortana is like really thick. Did you notice like she, not just that she has boobs, but like she's got some fucking hips on her, like crazy <laughs> hips. She Did looks like she could take Chun Li on in a fight. Yeah, <laughs> I like her hairstyle. That's all I have. Like she just has crazy <laughs> hips. It was just kind of surprised me. I was like, man, she could birth some kids. <laughs> um, so, so wait, so which of you hasn't finished? Nick, you're the only one that hasn't finished. I, it? I, I, I'm the only one that haven't finished. I was gonna I, say because yeah, I you guys can talk about right like whatever to whatever extent because I don't care. <laughs> no, I was really into it, and then like I started working on this one gig and just got super busy and and haven't touched it since I got on this gig. So. Um, I mean, yeah. I think I think if I can won't get a chance until like Thanksgiving to play it, probably. But whatever. Aww. I think if I could ever pick it up from Redbox, I might try and do that. But I, I, th- I think definitely think it's worth it. It's like it's what a, ten hours. But it's a two- it was about eight hours. Not eight eight hours. Oh, no, it, it, it took me five and a half hours to beat the campaign on heroic. It took me like yeah, eight. But you're like an I... animal, dude. I don't. Well, even no, no. Understand. I'm. I remember. I'm new at Halo. It took me eight on heroic. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, That's I'm not. Like, if if, I mean, if I play it, I'm not going to play it on the hard difficulty. No, no, you're going to play it on like normal or yeah. something. Like that. Uh, and the single player stuff is just on disc one, right? So I don't have to worry about 
Yeah, right. disc two is just a multiplayer install disc. Like if yeah. you install multiplayer off of that, you can just access. Yeah, everything. And they, on, they only one. do disc one at Redbox because they only right. have the capability to do one disc at yeah. a time. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it's, it was say, a good it was a good campaign. Let, really let me just ask real quick for the guys who finished it: is the was the story confusing at all, or were you able to like keep Look, track? It confused, me, that... it confused me a little bit. This is the the problem. The fact that they hide so much of the story in the terminals, and then you can't even look at the terminals in the game. Yeah. You have to go to your Halo Waypoint, either launching it on your 360 or on your PC. That is a mind-boggling decision to me. Yeah. I don't understand it at all. It's it's, it's completely... St- I love the game. Love yeah, the apparently game. those terminals but spell like everything enough. out for you. Like Every question you have really? is answered that's in the weird. terminals. I don't know yeah, why, because... didn't, why you would take it out of the game then. Yeah, I didn't have any trouble under- understanding the story. So. You mentioned the didact, like Everyone in the game is like, "Oh yeah, we know who that is," and I'm sitting here like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, on, like, Halo he, is a, he and the librarian are actually mentioned in the Halo Three terminals, which is why I knew who they were. Okay, right. I remember the librarian, but I didn't remember. Yeah, I'd heard Didact. that name before, but like, just who these people are and why, and, and why the Covenant you're fighting with them again. I know there, like, there's explanations for this, but you have to go outside of the game, literally, like outside of the game, to get the explanations. I think yeah. the thing that impressed me the most about the campaign is that it felt like a Halo game. Yeah, like, yeah, even though it was a totally different story, like a different arc. I mean, there was still the Covenant. There was still, you know, but it was a totally different thing they were doing. It just jumped ahead in time. So you've got a whole new cast of characters. New engine. Yeah, new engine. Yeah, we really uh, knew God that developing game good. it, and but it felt like a Halo game. What it the, felt to me that was all the way Halo. Yeah, to me this that was a, super impressive. Entirely new company, and they made a Halo yeah. game that felt like a Halo game. You have to give it up for them. That's really impressive. Yeah, and they made probably one of the better campaigns. You know. Yes. What um, did you think? Uh, let's talk a little bit real quick about the Prometheans, the new units and weapons. What did you think? I, I think they're a blast to fight. I like right. them too. I just wish there were more of them. Yeah. Well, I like, got, I, like, I like the, Prome- the Promethean equipment. battle rifle thing. Yes. Whichever that rifle. thing, the light rifle. Light. That it's thing so is like, fine. if I have it, I'm destroying yes. dudes. And if I, I really don't, like I just want it. This I like the suppressor. Uh, suppressor okay. okay, yeah. A lot of Suppressor's good for taking out knights if you can get like super close to yeah, them and waste them with a whole magazine or whatever. It'll and take them down in one shot, one clip. The needler, awesome again. Yeah. Oh yeah, needler is pretty great. I hate the storm rifle so much. Oh, dude, the storm rifle is a huge <laughs> yeah, piece of shit. Useless. Like I, I picked it up in the first mission. And I'm like, well, never touching that again. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> Well, no, I like the... Well, um, fuck this, and you just like throw it. No, I'm dude, with you. You're better off with a pistol compared to the storm rifle. No. But Nick, I'm with you that the um, uh, that I wish that there were a, a bigger variety of Prometheans because there's really only like two or three, you know, three. Yeah, there's and there's like there's a grunt equivalent and an elite equivalent, and then there's the Watcher. Yeah, um, fuck the Watchers, so, man. The first time I watched a Watcher res a knight, I was just like, oh no, you got to uh, be shitting me right now. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, you watched the Watcher? Who, Who watches, watches the Watchers? watchers? Mitch watches no. the Watchers. Mitch and Anthony on the podcast. Cast. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck the no, no, fuck like those dudes. Like, fuck them. You have to kill them instantly. Yeah, and yeah. That, and that was the yeah, thing like too, the knights even... just shit them out of their backs, and then they heal them <laughs> and summon like oh, dogs. It's like no, what the we had a great thing. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about Spartan Ops in a minute. But like even the new Promethean weapons, oh, which yeah, I Spartan enjoy. Ops. They are all equivalent to mm-hmm. other kinds of weapons. There's like there's a shotgun, and then there's the assault rifle, and then there's the long range rifle. You know what I mean? Like, I I would like to see more kind of crazy. I know it's yeah, hard exactly. to make up new guns, but I would like to see now now that they've proven they can make a Halo game. I want the next one to be fucking crazy. Yeah, I like, don't I don't want just Prometheans. No more Covenant next game. You know what no. I mean? Like I want like a crazy weapon that could only be Promethean. Give me new crazy kinda... alien species and new weapons. I think they're kind of stuck, like making like Promethean equivalents to all the other weapons, because there's times when you like just fight Prometheans, and I think they wanted to play it safe by not introducing like radical new weapon types. Right. Only thing about I, I get, with, I'm agree, I'm fine with them playing it safe this game, but next game yeah. I want crazy. Oh yeah, time. next next game so, they need to go. Next. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my no own, my only thing about the um, because there wasn't any variety, they bugged me on the last mission a little bit because there was a lot. All, of those all you're knives. doing is fighting the. Well, for a while, all you're doing is fighting the dogs. I'm like, this is the final mission. Why am I just fighting? Like, it, it'd be like the final mission of a Halo game, just fighting grunts. like hundreds of grunts. Yeah, because that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, fighting a hundred grunts would mouth. be awesome. <laughs> that would be fun. It would be as long like as they, they had the birthday sound. It'd be more yeah. like they are in the books, you know, where the grunts are just like There's climbing like thousands of each other. Them, yeah. yeah, but but, uh, I, but talk about talk a little bit about Spartan Ops. Well, well just real quick to to just jump in real quick before they talk mm-hmm. about that because I haven't done that. Um. To go back to like a bigger picture, I was talking to Dan about this. I think it's really tough because I remember, Eddie, you were talking about how like things didn't seem as important. 
I think it's really tough to go from a third act of That's a story true. to Very a true. first right. act of a story back to yeah. back. Like, yeah, yeah. This is like it just can't act. be as important. Like, yeah. it just can't be. But well, I, what, what I got invested in by the end of the game was Cortana and Chief's stuff. Which know? is going to be like, the, that's where the stakes were high. That's you know? going to be the the act, right? That's going to yeah, be the arc all this of chaos, the three acts. This very personal story is what yeah. mattered. And most. that's what they did a very good job with. Yeah, right. Yeah. I like that. Okay, Spartan. You must go. upgrade your Gene song. <laughs> you guys, Gene songs. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Nick hasn't. Wait. What? We haven't got. No, we have to. We'll have to talk about that in an email or something like that. There's some stuff that happened in the story that I'm not thrilled with, but. You know, mm, it's about yeah. the chief, you know. Um, oh, Spartan Ops. I know okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Spartan Ops is really fun. Me and Mitch have played the first two episodes so far, and uh, we've we've had a really good time. Um, how, how much content is in each episode? About uh, each episode, twenty minutes. Yeah. Huh. For each for each uh, mission, and there's five, so about an hour, hour and a half. Now, is it like legit missions, or is it just kind of like? They're kind of like modified firefight ways. That's what I was just going like, to ask. But there is it like some, a firefight with a little bit of story? Kind there of, are yeah. Some with uh, like vehicles. There are some missions where like, you, like here you go, get into the, all the vehicles, and that okay. was a big open. That's, not, that's not quite as cool as I was expecting, but it's still extra content, which is very cool. Right, yeah, and it's free, and it will continue to yeah. be free at least for this season. I mean, season. they're even calling this season one. So right, yeah. and there's spinning. eight more weeks, you know. And it's and it's a Jeff. If you didn't know what Spartan Ops is, it's a continuation of the game huh. after the game that you play co-op as oh, like nice. another group of Spartans. And, and yeah, everything takes place. I'm guessing they're using it as a bridge to Halo Five, which I, is a I neat guess idea. So, but the story in Spartan Ops is like I don't know who wrote it, but the story oh, in Spartan God. Ops is terrible. Oh really? There's this one yeah. chick, and me and Mitch have this game now where we have to take a shot every time she says "eggheads," talking about the scientists, <laughs> and you will be fucked up real like, quick. This is like the main late like Commander Palmer from the main game, the female Spartan leader. The yeah, Spartan Four. Yeah, the Spartan Four. Like every time she says, it, like she never says scientists, she says eggheads or geeks. She's called them geeks, geeks one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and says we... it so many times that you could probably get like smashed playing that drinking game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We had one the other night where you get an achievement for um, assassinating a, a knight, and I got it. And so then we tried to get it for Mitch, and it, it was just really hilarious because there was this one knight that just was not having it. <laughs> like he would teleport every time Mitch got near him, and it took us about what, like literally like seven or eight minutes just trying to get this one guy, and then we killed him. Mitch got to this achievement, and then we had to fight like five or six more, and we like. <laughs> We could have done that with these yeah, guys. We were, try- we were trying to drag it out because we thought that was the last night in the level. And, when, and, then, like, and then, like, I assassinated two more when Anthony was going for his uh, weekly challenge. So That's, that's yeah, like the, uh, that one thing in Reach. What was There was that one achievement where you had to, like, jump, jump off a thing, jump off a cliff and assassinate. And I tried to do it for, like, an hour. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't think there's anything too crazy like that in, in this so far that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, like, Spartan Ops is... I've had a lot of fun with Spartan Ops. Like, it's not... A great replacement for firefight but i've heard a lot of people be really down on it like especially the penny arcade report had a pretty scathing article on it but it's like a fun way to spend like an hour with your friend playing co-op so yeah yeah they make and... a lot of nice changes to make it really co-op friendly like there's no death penalty like even if you both die you just spawn back in in the middle of what you were doing and all the enemies are right it's where they are oh, nice. yeah. yeah yeah so, so which is yeah. good because it doesn't scale so if you play it solo which i have like all the enemies that are that would be there if there were four players are there um, and there's a lot of them. There's yeah. like a ridiculous amount. So like, I really look forward to playing it with like with um, you know all four of us that play it. Sorry, Jeff. Um, because <laughs> except for that gonna... jerk, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff that, don't it, care. Jerk, it's going to be really fun. <laughs> and I really want to do the co-op, uh, the campaign on co-op too, because I think that would be a lot of fun with. Yeah, all I definitely am ready to start doing enormous. start doing co-op. And I installed the multiplayer stuff last night. I've just been trying to hold oh, off yeah, until I finished it. So fun, to, dude finish off war games uh, mitch do you want to talk about dominion a little bit because it's awesome and nobody's playing it according to the counts on the playlist yeah like dominion used to be up over like ten thousand people last week and now it's down under four thousand so i wonder what yeah, the drop-off like, is i blame snipers and swat for that because yeah, everyone, everyone's really big on playing uh infinity slayer too yeah, but anyways, for people who don't know, Dominion is a new mode that uh, 343 added to Halo 4. It's kind of the replacement for Invasion from Halo Reach. Which was broken. Which, yeah, Invasion wasn't really good. Dominion is what, like, Invasion should have been for people who played Invasion. Uh, there's three capture points on each map. It's kind of like big team battle. There's, I think, six people per side. There's three capture points on each map, and you have to go around and capture each one of the points. And the longer you hold the point, the more... 
tickets you get and once you reach 400 tickets you win so it's like this constant back and forth battle of just capturing enemy uh enemy bases and the longer you hold a point you can spawn vehicles there and weapons, get like power weapons build there turrets. And stuff. yeah and then so there's like a energy like shields that block the entrances to the base that they have to like you know damage to break down to get into the base um so yeah there's oh and what is it when you capture all three bases then it yeah, becomes capture, last man standing for the yeah, other team. Yeah, it goes into sudden death, and if oh, nice. you can't capture a base and you all get wiped out, then you lose. Anthony had a couple games the other night where we just got on three teams in a row that got sudden deathed in the first, like, five minutes, and we rage yeah. quit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the other team was, like, hoarding all the power weapons and, like, just using them constantly, and there was a guy in a Banshee that if I ever see in real life, I will fucking kill. <laughs> uh, and we were just like, we're, at the same time, we were just like, I want to rage quit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, this bros, is... man, bros. Yep, bros. Yeah, but like Halo Four took a lot of cues from Call of Duty, which I don't think is a bad thing. They took just enough. They took to make just it... enough. They took the yeah. good stuff. Except yeah, the, the thing that does bother me, and I haven't even played it yet, is that like all the emblems and stuff you have to earn. I'm like, come on, these were yeah, straight out of the box. We talked the other about Halo that. Yeah, the, emblem, the fact that emblems are not unlocked yeah. already is stupid. Yeah. Okay. We should probably move on from Halo 4 because we've been talking about it for a little while. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask Mitch about his Assassin's Creed 3 review, which was a D for anyone that didn't. Just, you hate. A, I should just put a giant picture of Grumpy Cat up instead of a review. <laughs> <laughs> like, Assassin's Creed 3, I hated it. Yeah. Hurted but it. I, I liked some of the discussion going on in the review. Um, you know, it seems like other people that have played it have kind of had some of these same some of these same issues. But but anyway, I'm 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 want to hear it straight from the Canadian's mouth. <laughs> Why do you hate? <laughs> uh, like I said in my review, it's an Assassin's Creed game, just not a very good one. Uh, I think I said something today that kind of sums up my feeling feelings for it. Like this is the kind of game that should have happened between one and two, because it feels like they have the same systems from two, but they're not as refined. Just a like, step back. Yeah, just a step back. Like the economy, the economy mattered in two, and the economy in three means absolutely nothing. Like huh. after the first couple hours as Connor as an assassin, I realized that. Well, I've heard I it's did... just for the ships, right? And then even yeah, then, it's just you for can the get ship. by without upgrading them. Yeah, exactly. I think I only bought like two or three upgrades on the ship because I thought they sounded neat, but it really didn't make that big of a difference. Like I got the upgraded hull to get more health on the boat and the upgraded rudder, which didn't really make that much of a difference. Is like there... I didn't buy the extra type of cannon shot or anything. Is there any point to doing the side quests? Nope. Nothing. Really? Not even like uh, armor? Like... No. You don't get... No, really? You don't, need, you don't need armor because your health regenerates. Whoa. So wait, so wait does that this... That just make, blew my mind. Does this retroactively make Assassin's Creed 2 even better? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it makes Brotherhood like the best one. Well, yeah. God, so dude, I'm, I'm Brotherhood having Revelations so were such, for Brotherhood. Like Brotherhood and Revelations were just like little tweaks and like Revelations... Revelations didn't take a step backward. It just added new things that it didn't need. You know, it added some other new mechanics that I don't know have all worked. Uh, so Brotherhood is kind of like the pinnacle. Um, Although I yeah, would this, argue I'm that getting... the Brotherhood's uh, final mission is really fucking frustrating. I don't even remember it. I don't it's, remember it, that at all. The, the, the Brotherhood, I think it's the one where you have to run across all of the city and... All the guards are on high alert. Oh, that is really bad. And oh, so yeah. every single that. guard that sees you starts yes. chasing you, and you have a time limit. Yeah, you know what? And to complete—no, wait, wait, wait—that's not it. So you have to run across oh. the whole mission. Everybody chases you, and you have a time limit. And to complete the mission, no one can see you. Yes. You have to escape or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be undetected at the end. And I was just yeah. like, "Fuck!" I, I like glitched. That's the only reason I got past that mission. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing was I had no smoke bombs. I was completely unprepared, so I had to like take the time to kill somebody and get smoke bombs from him, so I could like. Ugh, I was so you angry. Can't. Jeff, always about... be prepared. Okay. Let me tell you about Assassin's Creed 3's final mission, which I had to play at least 10 times because of how fucking broken it is. You, you have to chase this guy through a boat, and to even get past him, you need to run past lines of guards with muskets. And even if you're, let's say, 10 feet from the guard and he's facing the wrong direction, if he jabs, he will still knock you over. Uh. And you have to stay at least 60 meters away from the guy or you will fail the mission. And you start off like 30 meters from him, so the first jab will cause you to fail the mission. So, that sounds like my nightmare. And then, and then it's, that's not even the worst part. And then you run past all those guys. The level design leads you in a different direction than he actually goes. And at another point, the level design again leads you in the wrong direction. But if you follow it, you die in a fire. So you kind of have to like figure out that the game wants you to run right instead of left. And then, yeah, the whole, the whole game is just completely anticlimactic and 
So the, what happened? So did, it's good. Did everyone yeah. on the team just get drunk? And then I feel like nobody game? outside the Assassin's Creed 3 team looked at this and said, what are you guys doing? Well, because they were working was... on it alongside 2. So they might not have seen, you know what I mean? Like there might have just been, they might have been there too insulated no, from. You no see it all on it. Did they not play Brotherhood and Revelations? No, those were made by completely different teams. In like, I know, you feel like somebody would be like, hey, we should probably implement some of, or take out some of these. You know what I mean? Like, I, Yeah, like, I just, there's really weird, like, polish aspects. Like, the menus take a step backwards. Like, the radial menu to select your weapons no longer just pops up over your character. You have to pop into a different menu, which takes, like, a couple seconds to load. And for the Assassin's Guild is another menu behind another menu. So, like, if you press the left bumper to bring up your assassin radial, like, all your assassins, you have six unique assassins, and they don't die, which is kind of nice. And um, But you can bring up a radial, which selects their individual skills, and then past that is another menu where you can send them out on missions to liberate the colonies. So something that you used to just be able to go to, like, one of the million, like, birdhouses yeah. or whatever in the city and do, you have to go through two menus, both of which take a couple seconds to load to get That's to. Dumb. Yeah. So it's it just like, like the they Treyarch so... of Ubisoft. I mean, like back in the day, Treyarch. Treyarch now, arguably, might be Call better. Call of Duty but... Three, Treyarch. Yeah, Call of Duty Three, Treyarch. Essentially. Yeah, like I, I don't hate Assassin's Creed, and I'm gonna play whatever game comes out next year. But Assassin's Creed Three is just not the game that even the reviews are making out to be, and the reviews aren't even that. Stellar yeah, because the, they're not the that glowing. They're like review. sevens and eights, right? The game in yeah. review was like a nine point five, and it kept talking about the game breaking glitches. Yeah, that's I was so like, weird. How is that? How do you? Kotaku's review is pretty good, and then they've had several articles about everything that was wrong with the game. Yeah, there's a lot of like now that you know, sort of once you get past the, uh, you get some distance from it, you know, outside of the the review hype. Listen, sorry, so much such wasted space. Like the frontier is never used. The winter setting. That's the thing that's disappointing. I've heard the frontier is never even really that big of a deal. It's completely optional. It's completely optional outside the opening three hours. It sounds like that they were so busy wondering if they sh- uh, could make this a annual franchise that nobody thought to ask if they should. There it is. <laughs> Nick, what were you saying? Uh, well, two things. One thing is, like, I feel like you can't make, you can't have the promise of an awesome Frontier game after Red Dead has been released. Yes, exactly. And not deliver on it. And they're really Secondly, stumped for that. Like, I hear they, the skinning really is faster the... in this game, though, they, so they got they... that over Red Dead. <laughs> They put they pushed the frontier stuff a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like it was kind of the whole like hook of the game for a while there. That's like that I, I was all they it. pushed. I don't care about. Nah, I hope you like Colonial New York and Boston, yo. Because that's Cause where that's most of the game is, right? That's yeah. So you spend like, a couple cutscenes in five story buildings. Well, the the cities are actually better than you would think, but a lot of the chases are horiz- like <sighs> take place on like the ground. And sometimes Connor just doesn't want to do what you want him to do. Like they added this thing where if you if you press down right trigger, that's high profile. You don't need to worry about holding A anymore or X for PlayStation people. You like you will just free run. And if you hold A, you'll leap over small obstacles. But sometimes like he'll just climb them and run along them instead. <laughs> so like just like small things make the chase innovation seems like really aggravating. I'm glad that you told me these things because now like I know I can just kind of play the game, not worry about the side quest and finish it and then. I would you know. I would say if you're on the fence, like if you want to play it, play. But if you're on the fence, don't play it because it's a completely forgettable. Wow, experience. from Mitch Harker. Dang. This is. I mean, I already, I'm getting, I already I'm bought it. For you give it a you gave it a D, Mitch. And now I just want to play. Yeah, I gave it a D because it's not you give it like it, a proper. You should D. play That's Brotherhood, like, Anthony. Brotherhood's really good. I, I'm wow. gonna give it a Brotherhood a good shot now that like because all yeah, just all skip I've heard three. About this, play Brotherhood. I'm getting I, three has already been bought for me for Christmas, so. I will play it and take it back and trade it into Amazon real quick and use that credit to get brother. Yeah, I already <laughs> traded I already traded three in. Like usually I go back and do like all the side stuff I can, but the optional missions for hundred percent synchronization. Yeah, you're Mr. One Hundred Percent. And I don't feel like collecting pages of Ben Franklin's almanac, which is the stupidest collectible <laughs> in any game ever. Nice. So that's it is so your like, copy I just still, like sitting there uh, in the plastic. <laughs> it's in the it's still in the envelope. <laughs> <sighs> I refuse to send back a second game, but I still, still want to play it just to see it. But so wait, it's is 2012 the, the year of like disappointment? Yeah, maybe. Like, like, well, and then, but then things that we didn't expect to be good. disappointments. Well, yeah, and like things XCOM that and you know, like XCOM we didn't expect to be good. Halo Four, I honestly didn't expect to be as as good as it was. Like, I didn't think it'd be bad. I just thought it would be. But like, I thought we were going to get an ODST. Reviews, you know, being reviews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Borderlands 2 was better than I thought it would be. Because, again, I didn't think it would be bad. I just thought it would be, you know, because Borderlands was okay. It was fun. 
you know, but Borderlands 2 was great, XCOM was great, but then all these games that I was expecting and like really excited about didn't really pull through. I haven't Man, had I Diablo what... 3 in months. I hope I hope 2013 is good for Bioshock. I'm worried yeah. about it now. Mm. What else is coming out in 2013? Uh, Inokuni. Uh, Inokuni. Grand Theft Auto V. Wait, is, is Last it's Guardian history. ever coming out? No. No. Probably not. Probably not. The new, the the new Tomb Raider us. game is out next year. Oh, yeah. Tomb that Raider. looks sick as fuck. I just I'm like. Really, I'm really looking forward to that. It looks really good, guys. South Park. Guys, if you want to play a game that's really good that you know nothing about, Spec Ops The Line. I want to play it. Again. Yeah, you gave that a B, right? Yeah, I'll I did. play it real bad. A proper, that's a proper score on the old gamer sushi. I don't know if you kids knew this, but a B is a proper score. <laughs> um, Anthony, I wanted to ask you about the shots uh, first or Dragon Quest Seven coming to the 3DS. Oh God, I'm really excited about that because Dragon Quest Seven. Dragon is... Quest Seven was really good. I never played it. Oh, um, I was thinking of eight. No, yeah, you're thinking of eight. I'm thinking of eight. Eight was really good, but I hear seven's yeah. awesome. Seven's awesome. If you look on Amazon right now, you can get a used copy of Dragon Quest Seven for one hundred eighty nine dollars. Dang! And yeah. It's coming to the 3DS. That's ball. And it's coming to the 3DS. Uh, no North American release date announced yet, but we're hoping. But here's the thing about Dragon Quest Seven. You know how JRPGs kind of start slow. Mm-hmm. This one starts slow in that it's over. I want to say over one hundred twenty hours of gameplay, and you don't even like get your uh, class system until about 40 hours into it. It is like the quintessential, like, it, it's a great game I hear, but it is long as fuck. What I understand. <laughs> and I've always wanted to play it because I'm a fucking uh, masochist. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, I hope it comes out here, but I hear it's just one of those, like, impenetrable. And also, when it came out on the PlayStation, it came out, I think, the same no, it came out in 2000, and it looks like a Super Nintendo game. And this is after Final Fantasy seven VII and eight VII and nine, uh, and it looked like an SN, uh, SNES game. Um, so. Maybe that's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, SNES it's games not. Were gorgeous. But that's why, but that's why it sold poorly, and there wasn't a lot of them, you know, in the U.S. and everything like that, because people were just like, <laughs> which is the noise Olivia's make. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I think that about wraps it up for for this episode of the podcast. I don't think we had anything else that we were going to cover. Oh, um, um, did Mitch, you played 20 minutes of Blops too, right? 20 minutes. Let's, let's come I, on. I played 20 minutes. Again, okay, I just say like the opening wait. 20 minutes, you see like three people burn alive. <laughs> so take from that what you right will. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, what a, one of the first, and things you watch come... a man's eyes become slack as you drive your machete into his neck. Ooh, say that again. Only slower. No, mm. <laughs> You watch a man's <laughs> not like that. Um, one of the first 2013 games out is Dead Space Three in February. The oh. thing that Anthony posted about the uh, co-op sounds really interesting. It does, and I don't want to like the co-op, but it's like, damn it, Nick. Did you hear about this? Mm, no. Where it's um different if if you're playing co-op with two people, this is a really brilliant idea. With two people, one of them might see hallucinations that the other one's not seeing. Ooh. And like one of them, like the, the hallucinations, for instance, may be in this guy's mind. And so that player, the one that it's happening in his mind, has to survive whatever that is. And then maybe necromorphs are attacking him in real life, and the other player has to protect them. And if either one fails, then it's game over, and you got to go back to the last checkpoint. So you, your, your partner's, um, you know, losing his mind is a threat in addition to the external threats. So. Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty it's a neat. neat idea. It, yeah, it's a really cool idea that I like. Especially I wonder if, if you're playing random. like over Xbox Live or PSN or whatever, and it's over. You know what I mean? Like it's you. You can't see the other screen. Yeah, exactly. Right. You, that, that, you have no idea, idea what that person's seeing, and he's like, "I'm seeing crazy dolls that are attacking me," and it's like, "Ah, oh, you just look like you're fine to me," you know. So I wonder if it's random. Sure, buddy. Sure, you do. Because <laughs> if it's scripted, it's like this will only be fun the first time. But if it's random, it, you know, it might be kind of neat. But I don't know. We'll we just see. got a comment on the site from Skyrim Lover on the undiscovered secrets of Skyrim. Because that is like the favorite post on the site of all time. His comment, every... His comment is, Skyrim is awesome. That's all I had to say. Thank you, Thank sir. You, Skyrim <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Skyrim, Skyrim Lover. With like 10 exclamation points. So we, that should is turn a... off, we should turn off comments on that post. <laughs> so... Okay, now for real, I think we're done. So that hey, is Morrissey's the... commented on it. That makes me happy. 
that is the end of the podcast. Uh, good cast, guys. If you guys want to follow Gamer Sushi on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash gamersushi. If you want to rate us, even if you don't, you should rate us on iTunes. Um, I, was about, I was about Five to stars. say... I was about to say twitter.com slash iTunes. Um, I'm sure that exists. I'm following them right now. That sounds good. Yeah. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas. Oh, I'm supposed to be paying attention. I'm twitter.com slash unsquare. <laughs> I'm twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. Twitter.com slash mi7ch. Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Uh, comment on it if you want to comment on the podcast. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be awesome. nice. It takes me like two hours to edit these things. So. And uh, and yeah, yeah. We, we let, let us know guys. in the post that you enjoy. Not like that you guys don't enjoy. Love us. Love us. Please. Oh, hey, so this is, like, not part of the thing, but I just wanted to say, if you watch Forward Unto Dawn, how, like, it was a great little moment when Lasky showed up in 4, and you're like, oh, that's, like, a thing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Did you guys notice notice Frank O'Connor in Episode 2? Oh, was he? Where? Yeah, he was the janitor. Oh, nice. I just want to say that, uh, also, this doesn't have to be part of the cast, but just for you guys, Halo 4 is the game that finally got me to read The Fall of Reach. I'm halfway through it, and I'm really enjoying it. Isn't it good? It's I good. Was, I was so impressed with how good the book is. It is, because it's, it's kind of like, it's, like uh, it's, it's an easy read, you know, it's not complex or anything. And I just, just wish more fun. of that, I wish more of that, it's finally in some of the commercials for Halo 4. Some of that stuff about the kids being like kidnapped and flash cloned, and well, yeah. like the opening isn't the opening cutscene like all about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He wakes up with all the scars all over his body <laughs> and everything. But yeah, I loved how Fall of Reach, or sorry, Fall of Reach, Forward Unto Dawn actually led into, like, because Forward Unto Dawn is the kids' stuff, but then it's also the stuff in the Forward Unto Dawn with with yes, her going I crazy. Those. I love. And then it's like, things. at the very end of the, have you seen the last episode? Yeah. So at the very end of the last episode, she's like, I need to wake him up. And then in the fucking game, it's I, need the, I need to wake him up. Like, it was actually this really great, like, prologue yeah. to the to the game. I felt like it, they actually did, they did a really great job. Like, I saw today that it's going to get a Blu-ray re- release. Yeah, I saw nice. That. I'd actually pick that up. I think I would, good. too. I was really impressed with it. God, that production value on that was so high. So yeah, Machinima, Machinima, didn't, Machinima didn't do that. Machinima's name is attached to that. Yeah, that was well, done by a production company. Yes, they just need to do. They just need to do those and release them on Xbox Live, and people would pay money. Like, forget the Halo movie. Shit, just yeah, forget people. it. You have your own platform. Isn't Blood and Chrome also published by Machinima or whatever? The Battlestar Galactica yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't Machinima, know. Anything it, about apparently, that. Machinima is trying to sort of rebrand into just sort of. By the like, way, Machinima is is humongous. Do you Machetima? know? Like, yeah. I work. Right. I I work a lot of times. No, the they, place got a, they got a they got a something million Google dollar investment from Google. Yeah. yeah I oh, I, I work on a thing with I work on it for Generate who owns like five or uh, four of the top five channels on YouTube. So that's like that like their entire business is kept afloat by by YouTube. Like they like they have they're the channels that like the people release an episode and every episode gets one point two million views and they release yeah. multiple episodes a week. Like that's they own four of those channels. Right. So uh but they talk about machinima all around the office all the time. Yeah, they're the like, king. There's like sixty year old dudes that are like, Oh, would the the trailer go up on the machinima? To go up on machinima yeah, was it go? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. And it's like so fucking weird to hear like old business dudes talking about machinima like because they have no clue what machinima is right. it's just a brand to them well yeah, yeah. that's so, the thing they and it's changed. weird that it's we not were just like, like emailing them 
when right. they were it was only a three person company and we were trading <clears throat> emails with them. Mm -hmm. like, now they're like they have exclusive rights to trailers and shit. Yeah, well, and, but it, well, and they're not just you know machinima anymore. They're yeah. they're like content for men like sixteen yes. through thirty or something like that. Well, like it's um. It was the same week that Machinima got the thirty million dollar investment from Google, and Revision Three got bought by Discovery for thirty million, yeah. thirty seven million, and we were like, "What? Where <laughs> the freak was all this money like four years ago when we didn't, were talking uh, to both of these people?" Didn't Adam Sussler just go to Revision Three? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was actually about to talk about this on the podcast. The one thing that I didn't mention because I hate that I don't hate, but I feel like we rag on journalism too much, on game journalism too much. The thing I was going to say in the podcast when you guys were talking about how people were like, there's major glitches in the game, 9.75. I was like, I, I wish now that like Adam Sessler has like a platform yeah. again, I wish he would just get on Revision 3 and fucking blast yeah. all yeah. game reviewers because he holds weight. Like he's, yeah. he's big. Like Eddie was saying, he's the old guard. Like, yeah. he's legit. And if he just went and blasted people, like, people... Revision, 3, Revision 3 makes really, really good content for their they, with their gaming stuff. They really do. Yeah. Rev 3 Games is awesome. Yeah. It's really good. I'm going to start checking out. Did you guys see that the final episode of The Walking Dead comes out next week? Mm-hmm. Well, a final yep. episode of this season. Apparently, they've implied that it, it's going to be... Right, right, yeah. Series. But, you I know mean, what we did to do? When story. Walk, listen, when Walking Dead is... When this one comes out, Jeff, how many episodes have you played? The the first. <laughs> Nick, have you played, Nick, have you played right any? No. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, off, I'm off all next week, so I'll probably catch up. Nick, you have you played any? I don't know, but I I mean, I might be able to play. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be so slammed for the next month and a half. Well, then we might have to do this without you. I think when the next one comes out, when we've all had a chance to play, I think we need to do like a Walking Dead spoiler cast about all five I, I episodes. Agree. Yeah, I could probably manage to catch up. God, that would be fun though if I could do it before I come to. I Houston. I mean, each one, each one's only like a couple hours. When are you coming to Houston, man? But if you play well, them I might all come one to day, Austin. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I ha I'm I think I'm gonna buy plane tickets tomorrow, but I might go to Austin because Austin's cheaper, and then find a ride to Houston, yeah. or I might just fly to Houston. I don't know when. But if I'm flying to either Houston or Austin on December nineteenth. Okay. And finally, the last because bit of plane news. tickets are so much. And I know it's a Wednesday; it's silly, but like it's like you know, I don't, I don't have jobs. I just have gigs, so I can fly out whenever the fuck I want. But like, plane tickets on the nineteenth are like a hundred and ninety dollars. On the twentieth are like two fifty, and then on the twenty-first are like three seventy. One way, like it exponentially goes up. It's ridiculous. So it's like I kind of have to fly out on the nineteenth. And the uh, last thing I want to say, Tom Hardy will play Sam Fisher in a Splinter Cell movie. I had that open if we got to it where we were ever talking about movies and stuff because they yeah. also picked a director for the for Deus Ex for the Deus Ex movie. Right, so yeah, I did Sinister and things. like a couple horror movies. Oh and really? Stuff, who, which is who's the director? I don't know his Some name. Whoever directed guy. Sinister and something. Um... Derrickson? Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Okay. He directed so, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Sinister, Hellraiser Inferno. So he's a horror movie director and they got him to direct Deus Ex. All right. Yes. So sure, do you guys – Deus Ex Day the Earth Stood Still. Do you guys know that the um, – there's this uh, – when the 